All right. We're going to we're going to start this episode off, make it happen, and then we're going to do the thing. And that's the introduction. We did it. Congratulations, Nessa. The podcast has started. <laughs> Let's ask the question of the week or weeks in this instance. Uh-huh. Prequels. Prequels. How, how, how do you feel about them? I like prequels because you get invested in something and you have so many questions about how they got there. And prequels, like... They just expand on the universe without, here's the key part, without being a disappointing sequel. Doesn't put any of your favorite characters at risk. Yeah, because they have to, they have to follow certain guidelines because they can't un... They can't create an instance where a character ends up different than what they are mm -hmm. in the, the next thing, which is the original, right? They have to create a the, the the story that led the character to our initial introduction. So they have to follow guidelines. Unlike yeah. sequels that are just like, ah, we'll just do whatever we want. I don't know. Uh that what was uh Hitman's bodyguard's wife mm -hmm. and a little bit of Falcon and the Winter Soldier are two good examples of let's take characters and let's just get rid of the entire stuff that we knew about them before. Let's just ignore all their past and just create a new character or a new way that they're going to act. And it'll make sense. And it's like, no, no, it doesn't make sense. Thanks, though. Appreciate it. You tried. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can see that. Now it's but going from there. Mm -hmm. Hello and welcome to Positively Reviewed. Woo. We're back after a two to three week break again. We'll talk. We'll talk about that a little bit this week, but we'll we'll get into it. Uh, Joker is sad. We're talking. We're, we'll say right at the top. We're talking about the the Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. If you don't know mm -hmm. what it is, it's a Netflix show. We'll 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 mention that as soon as well. But what do we do here, NASA? What are the things? I'm on three hours of sleep. How are you doing, Nessa? How, how are you? What, what's, I, what's, how's life? I have a little more golf sleep last week. That. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was great. Got, got yeah. outside a lot. Got a lot of sun. Uh, Typically, I've when a, you golf, when you mm -hmm. do golf, it's outside. Yeah. I haven't sometimes. seen many indoor golfing. Hey, you never know. Things could change. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, golfing in a cavern system? That would be, I would be total fan of that. Doesn't that Lots sound cool? Lots of dangerous ricochet <laughs> potential. Uh, you can line up some really cool shots. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I want to make this as like, not a, uh, oof. I don't know how you would do it as like a full-fledged, there's got to be caves in the world that are big enough, uh, right? Yeah, I'm sure there's extensive golfing, cavern systems. You would, I, the size of golf courses are very large, typically. I so am I don't know. So would you do like an interconnected? <laughs> is it one giant tunnel that you're in, or one giant not tunnel? It's a cave at this point. What giant cave that you're in into, or is it like tunnels, like a tunnel system that you have to play through, and maybe you go in between different tunnels, uh -huh. or you yeah, have to like you have to exit system. and go to a different cave to go to another hole? Is that how that works? You'd have like a whole cavern system, right? And so 
you know, you play and then you walk a little bit and maybe you have to go through like slightly a narrow spot to get to the next thing and you travel around and maybe there's little minecarts that you get in. And can we build this in Minecraft? Yeah. <laughs> and that should be a good way for us to just start playing Minecraft together. I'm down. <laughs> I love Minecraft, so I no have, complaints for I'll me. I'll be honest, I have been itching to get back into it. I don't know why, but just the last, like, six months, and I haven't really. I have a few guys that I played with a, a few times, but I really want to get back into Minecraft for, I don't know why. I have no reason, but I do. So, we'll make a golf course inside of a, a cave. Yes. I'm totally into it. Cave system, sure, golf course, I'm sure Minecraft there's project. golfing mods in Minecraft. Oh, there yeah. I'm. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, this is not a podcast about Minecraft golfing. It could be, though. Uh, but this is the positively reviewed podcast where we pick a type of media, video game, movie, TV show, etc. Sometimes even concerts or new albums and talk about all the stuff that we liked. We give you all kinds of fun facts and we spoil the heck out of it. So there will be spoilers. Lately. I don't know. We don't. I feel we're pretty. We're pretty good. I. I it I've depends noticed. on okay. the episode. That's so true. It's better to start with a heavy <laughs> warning, just in case. Right. Just in case. Uh, so, um, like you said, we talk about all the things that we loved. So it's not necessarily the most fair and balanced assessment, uh, but it is. It is a fun. It's a. It's a fun, positive, high energy way to uh, hang out and enjoy different nerdy fun stuff that we love we every single week it is the greatest piece of media ever created in case you're wondering uh, so this week the witcher nightmare of the wolf is gonna be the greatest piece of media ever if you'd like to listen to this podcast on another platform we stream it live on our twitch channels but most importantly because live is you know idea to positively reviewed podcast on podcast platforms and on youtube and then on social media sites pause reviewed pod pos reviewed pod is where you're going to find us and know when new episodes air and that's the podcast well done we did it <laughs> but like nessa said we're talking about witcher we're just going to hop into this we're talking about witcher not yes the witcher but not the Witcher, the Witcher. Yeah. right? We're talking about Witcher, the Nightmare of the Wolf, and it is the greatest piece of content ever created. It is currently on Netflix. If you have not seen it, it came out less than a month ago, I think. Uh, yeah, it's new. And it was created by our wondrous friends over at Studio Mirror. Mirror, Mirror, Mirror. Do we have friends at Studio Mer? No, but I want to. So we're just going to say that they're friends and maybe it'll magically become true. That studio is amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. If you don't know what they are, they are an animation studio. It's animated. I guess I, I didn't mention that. This is an animated Witcher. Uh, that is a prequel. And we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the meaty meat about what it's really about. Um, but it, it ain't about uh, Geralt. Geralt. Man, I'm not going to even bother with names today. I'm good with it all. So, but Studio Mer, they're known for creating things like Dota's Dragon's Blood. The one mm -hmm. thing that we talked about on this podcast before. Or I think the main one that most people know him for is Legend of Korra. So, yeah. and, you know, a lot of the people from there came from Avatar, The Last Airbender and stuff like that. So, and they made this and man, I will say the animation was Gorgeous. They had some really awesome sequences that was really cool to see 
in their their style of animation. So some of the, some of the camera movements and stuff they did was awesome. So. Yeah, it was good. I didn't realize it was Studio Mir, and as I was watching it, I thought this reminds me so much of Dragon's Blood. Watch it be the same studio. Like, that was the exact thought that I had. I got the exact same vibes from watching it that I did Dragon's Blood. I had the same experience, like it was the whole thing. And and I was just like, it couldn't, it can't be the same studio. Like that wouldn't happen. And and then it did. It did happen. Yeah, it was. Well, that's because they're. They're good at what they do and they do have a vibe, I will say, honestly, you could shove this in the Dota universe. I don't think you would be able to tell the difference. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, that's a part of the Dota storylines. Yeah, vibes. I vibe with that. I'm fine it with that. <laughs> it kind of felt like this was just another like, do you remember the 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 dragon knights, like the dragon hunters and how they're trained yeah. and they're fighting monsters yeah. and now you have witchers and how they're trained and fighting That's monsters and like it was yes, like it was really you it like, was a lot there. You like when we get to the voice actors because I picked up on it while watching it. I don't think mm-hmm. you did now that I I you didn't realize that there there might have been a connection there. No, I'm before. assuming that um why can't I remember his name? But the the main guy, uh Vesemir. Yeah, I'm assuming he's also Dragon Knight. No. It's not Yuri you Lanthal? Might, might recognize No, you might recognize him from some other stuff. So Got it. I I'll just tell you it's Theo James. Theo James, okay. who uh, I actually originally know him from a TV show called Golden Boy, which was a cop mm-hmm. show with Kevin Alejandro, who uh, actually somebody just sent me. He's on a new show with uh, with with the got it. OK, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Scroll ahead. I looked ahead. I'm not supposed to look ahead. Oh, you looked ahead. No, I wanted to see if it was your Lowenthal. It wasn't. It's fine. No, I scrolled it's... back. I didn't Theo look too James. closely. Theo James is Vesemir. But yeah. Oh, Haley Steinfeld. That's who it's Haley Steinfeld and Ella uh, Purnell. So and they're they're Kevin Alejandro is on a show called Arcane coming out. No idea what that is. Oh, it's the League of Legends animated series. Anyways, so Theo James played in the same show with Kevin Alejandro, which I guess he's in a League of Legends one coming out called Golden Boy. But most people probably know him from the show Divergent. He was he was the main he was the the dude in the the Divergent series TV movie movie series not TV. So he's a handsome dude, but that's it. Uh, but we'll we'll get we'll get into it. You'll notice you'll notice one or two things because uh, you might recognize somebody who might have also been in the Dota's uh, Dragon's Blood series. Mm-hmm. So. But we wait for that. That's the teaser. Stick around until you know you could just look it up and then you'd be like, okay, I figured out the information. Bye. <laughs> but you could hang out and that's find true. that out okay. once we get to the meaty meat. So, uh, what kind of experience do you have with The Witcher? So this is, I mean, I'm pretty sure you watched the live action series. Yes, I did. Multiple times. Because everyone likes to see the hunk that is Henry Cavill act on screen. <laughs> um, but do you have many, much experience with the games? Uh, I played through The Witcher 3, not the DLCs, but I did the main. I did, I did beat the game. Oh, okay. I think I'm one of the few people who, I'll be honest, I have zero experience with the Witcher series as a video game franchise. Um, I think it 
You ever have that where having no experience with something maybe makes you enjoy it more? Mm-hmm. I, I get that feeling with, with a lot of these, pretty much any series that is connected to video games or other kind of stories, if you don't have any connection to it, you just tend to enjoy it more. Right? I think yeah, Resident you don't Evil, have expectations. Yeah, Resident Evil is a good example. I never played any of the Resident Evil games. I love the Resident Evil movies. They're garbage here, but I love mm -hmm. them. Uh, and I know there's very little connection between, but I think it's the same thing with something like this is I'm sure that there are people who are upset with the portrayal of Vesemir in this. And I know people are upset about the portrayal of uh, Geralt in the live action series. And it's because mm -hmm. they have their own preconceived notions from the video game series. So I don't. And I'm just like, it's great. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just happy seeing video, some video game adaptations being successful. That's the thing I'm happy about. So. I do. I do enjoy seeing that the more media that gets like cross pollinated and then is successful, that just means that even we so for you, more. you're not a super Witcher fan, right? right. But could be like, wow, and people Witcher. are. Let me tell you, if you don't know the Witcher series, it is not a small series. People know about this series. So, yeah. Yeah, no, Witcher is like super popular and the, the live action was incredible. Um, Broke all and, kinds of records for Netflix. Yeah, so like it was great. And I think we're getting the next one in December. So, you know, we can be excited and wait for that. But, you know, maybe maybe we'll get something Halo related, right? With Halo Infinite coming out and well, showrunners. I mean, we already do. We have a yeah. Halo TV show on on. Uh, Ooh, uh, is I've already forgotten where it is. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> that stuff worries me. They tried to do a Halo TV show ten years ago with Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott is the producer, and uh, that just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. And that's exactly what's Paramount Plus. There we go. Thank you. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think we have any real concept of what that is and what's happening in that series. And mm -hmm. that scares a lot of us, I think. And I'm I'm hesitantly optimistic of like, I don't know what it is, so I'm I'm down for it. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was a good example of uh, the pitch black remake that they did. So which mm -hmm. was Halo Nightfall. They had a live action Halo. You know, they've had like two big live action films. Um, and the second one with. Uh. Oh, God, dude, names are just evade. When you're on three hours of sleep, names just evade you. So, but yeah, they had Halo Nightfall, which was the introduction of Spartan Locke. And it was, it was just a pitch black. It was just a, a, a the first Chronicles of Riddick movie. It was just a mm -hmm. remake of that, pretty mm -hmm. much. It followed the exact storyline of pitch black. And I was like, I'm okay with this. I don't have a problem. A lot of people hated it. I'm like, I like pitch black. So I'm down for this. Yeah. <laughs> this is just pitch black, but Halo. Okay. All right. But yeah, I don't really have any experience, so that's, that's what that's yeah. that's my big big takeaway. It's uh, weird, and I think I it's one more... of the reasons I yeah I thoroughly enjoyed this this yeah. uh, spoiler. I enjoyed this <laughs> movie. So interesting. All right. Well, before we dive into that, 
Do we want to do our news for thought? The news. stuff that's going uh, on? I guess the only things to share is last week we were supposed to do a PAX centric episode <laughs> was the initial plan that fell through. Uh, I didn't even run into Torben, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we have we had a good friend who not many people. Pax was definitely sad. It was Would a very sad show. Would have been challenging to do a, a positively reviewed podcast on Pax. Yeah. No, I mean, not necessarily. I think I think it was sad in the sense of like, you know what it was from all other years. I could pull up a picture of what it was this year versus all other years. And you're like, wow, that is sad to look at. But the vibe and the energy was still all there, I think. Mm-hmm. Little little lower key, but I walking in there, regardless of the much smaller booths and much toned down space that was used, I still had a giant smile on my face just walking in there, just being excited to be back into conventions and stuff like that. So I loved it. But yeah, I didn't even run into we have we have a mutual friend who was going to be at the event and i didn't even run into them at all while there didn't even really really connect so didn't get a chance to invite them to come do the podcast really um and then i had like three other people like Dea was was i went with Dea a few days and that didn't have that didn't work out so point is we kind of the, the plans for that fell through all last week and it was good i was scrambling to try and make it work and it didn't work out so but it was fun PAX was good. I'm excited for gaming uh, conventions to come back if things... We'll see. At this point, it's still a question if next year is even going to have any. So... um, We can hope. Yeah, we can hope. hope. So there's that. Uh, Any new new games and stuff that are coming out? I mean, there's new Halo stuff this next weekend. We got got Halo Infinite, another Halo Infinite test, player test. Back for Blood is my big thing. Uh, We got Spooky Spooktober coming up, which I play a lot of horror games, but specifically we have Back for Blood, which is the Left 4 Dead remake that is coming out October 8th. And I am so excited for that. I played the beta a stupid amount. People are like, why are you playing this? None of your progress is going to transfer over. And I'm like, don't worry about it. I have 50 hours in this game already in the beta. Okay, Uh, I love left for dead to to death and i think i enjoy it more than ever and there's been a lot of these like firefight slash just like fight hordes of enemies games that are coming out all of a sudden uh they had the aliens fire team what do they call it fire team alpha raven i I don't remember what it was called but um uh, yeah i don't remember what it was called at all but they just had it's it's different a different version of that. And they've been having a lot of these kind of firefighty just hordes of enemies kind of mo- uh games coming out. I'm I'm a fan. I like the genre. So that's that's my games. I got movies, but let's hit up Nessa. What do you got for me? All right. Well, first of all, Kenner Bridge of Spirits came out today. And it's on the Epic Game Store, which doesn't have PS5 controller support exactly on it. And so I'm not hundred percent sure. If it'll even work, work if I go to play it. So I haven't tried it yet because I don't want to play it on Bluetooth off my Xbox controller because the lag would be miserable. But anyway, Canada Bridge of Spirits is made by a studio that did like a fan film of Majora's Mask. And this is their first game. It's called Ember Labs. And it's beautiful. Like it's absolutely beautiful. It's kind of old school Zelda-esque um, gameplay where there's a mixture of like combat, puzzle solving, and like 
follow you have these little creatures that like follow you around and help you out kind of like this stupid little fairy and there's like finding things and returning them to people and completing all these little quest lines and stuff and it just looks really really fun and very satisfying um and it's got decent reviews i think a lot of the reviews are that it's a little simple or it's it's not you know quite as fleshed out as it could be but it is the studio's first game so that's good diablo 2 resurrected comes out in oh, like yeah. two days and yeah. ooh, 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 ooh. i'm like i might ooh. I, I want to support the development team, but like <laughs> Blizzard is just nonstop. So many things happening, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's, do I that's even kind of a lot of bother? news. Every every a lot of game studios be begin slapped around right now. So. Oh my gosh! Like it's just, I mean, it's funny. It's just, it's like you open, like I open up Twitter, and there's a new thing every single day about Activision Blizzard, like something new, and I'm just like, can I keep? Because I do, I do news coverage of it. And I'm like, can I keep dunking on them with news coverage and then turn around and play the game? Like, can I do that? But yes. yeah, yeah, I mean, you can because <laughs> ultimately, like the lawsuits are going to hurt the company. Uh, boycotting the games aren't going to make much of a difference. Also, ultimately, no. so some things are made in-house by Blizzard, but some things are, are outsourced. So the Diablo 2 Resurrected, Blizzard is acting as a publisher, but they're not the developer. It's not an in-house development team. And typically in those relationships, the development team gets bonuses based on how well the game does, review scores, and how many people buy it and everything. So if you boycott Diablo 2 Resurrected, you're hurting individual developers much more than you're actually hurting Blizzard because Blizzard is just publishing it. So it's different. Um, right. Yeah. It. Yeah, that's what a lot of I, a lot of people don't realize. A lot of people don't separate the development team and the the publishers from from the games. Right? Is a I think a, a pretty common common practice. So people don't even realize the difference yeah. there. So. Yeah. But I mean, I played in the technical alpha and it was glorious. And I, oh, I love that game so much. And it's, it's an exact replication of the playing experience. There we go. It's an exact replication of the playing experience that, uh, you know, I had when I was 10 and then with just some like quality of life adjustments to it. So I also hope that it's not like Warcraft 3 reforged when everybody hated it. I hope that people just love it for what it is and that it does get positive everything because the technical alpha was wonderful. Yeah, you played a whole bunch of that and I got to I need to I need to check it out cuz Diablo is another one of those series that I have pretty much zero experience in mm -hmm. and looking I'm very surprised by that in myself I think I just didn't realize what it was because when I initially saw the the first trailer for the Diablo 2 Re Resurrected I was like that's Gauntlet they're coming out with a new Gauntlet game yay and I love Gauntlet I love the Gauntlet series so I was like, yo, I'm a fan of this. And they're like, Diablo 2. I was like, wait, is this what Diablo was all along? How have <laughs> I not played these games? What's going on right now? It's so, so good. It's so, so I good. I might have, to, might have to check it out. So we got a plan. We now have Minecraft to play. And we now have mm -hmm. Diablo to play. So. Yep. And then eventually Halo to play. And eventually Halo. Yeah. 
Any movies or shows or stuff in particular you're looking forward to? I'll tell you, there's one big one for me. I mean, I want to watch the new Lucifer episodes. But... Oh, God, yeah. There, I don't know what it is. I'm scared to watch Lucifer. There's a few shows. That one and Winona Earp. Uh-huh. I'm like a season behind on, on both of those. Because I'm just scared to watch it. I don't know why. I just, I just... This, the full season's out. I understand the people who are like, I don't want to watch it until the full season is out because I want to binge the season. I get that idea, but they're out. But I think it's one of those that these are the last. I really don't want these Lucifer episodes to suck. I ha- I've heard that they, they don't. They, they're pretty good. But this is the last season of Lucifer we're ever going to get. So I think I'm just scared to get into that. <laughs> So I guess or, I guess that's fair. There's also the new season of The Resident starts this week, I think, which is cool. Oh, OK. That's a show I'm not I'm not into, but I think it's a show that I will eventually get to. It's on my yeah. list of like backlog, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's Deep got, backlog, it's got but, your Marvel related, you know, actress yeah. in there. So, you know, it, it relates to your Marvel fanboy. So, you know, you can justify spreading out to it. <laughs> All right. But so we what got are you- the big one. Mm-hmm. Big one, 007. Wait, what? The new James Bond. Oh. It comes out October 11th. What do you like? What do you? Are, why? Why? What? I like Daniel Craig. What? I do what? not watch Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Why? Because he's not James Bond. All right, don't start. Okay, I think I think I heard somebody in the best way explain it is that daniel craig is not the best bond but he has the best bond movies if that makes sense but he's not bond so it's not a bond movie yeah it is all right he's 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 not suave he doesn't have the right hair he doesn't have the right attitude he is destroying every single thing that sean connery built for that franchise you're gonna go with i knew you were a connery fan i'm actually i'm a I get that though. I'm fine with that. I am also like a massive Pierce Brosnan. James I was gonna Bond. say I I was gonna give. I mean, I'm a Brosnan fan myself, but I I like the Daniel Craig as a, uh, the the way someone pr- phrased it because I I you know I don't want to fight because I agree. I think there's like Sean Connery and Brosnan are better Bonds, but straight up like Casino Royale is probably the best James Bond movie in my opinion, and. And nothing to do with Dan and Craig. It's just a good movie. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, is is that's so they're fantastic in, in that sense is is the scale and stuff that they go with. And I mean, Skyfall. So that's a lie. Casino Royale is not the best. Skyfall is quite fantastic. But my point is, is just the the actual Daniel Craig series has been, I think, some of the most well-written and actually intriguing bonds of of the franchise um because i i mean again some of the bonds are all all over the place in a lot of ways and in how they are with some are very campy some are the the level that some of them go are, are crazy and that's not a bad thing necessarily so we're just waiting for the next bond i guess who who's the next one and from what I hear, it's not going to be Idris Elba, which is the greatest mistake Hollywood has ever made. Well, cool. one of the one of the three, along with not making Nathan Fillion, Nathan Drake for the Uncharted series mm-hmm. and killing Serenity and Firefly when they did. Uh, but. 
yeah, apparently, man, can you believe in 2021 we still get this? You you hear about why they're not going to do Idris Elba as Bond? No, I did not. They they simp they they went the the ra- they went the racist route. They're like, we don't think the world's ready for a black James Bond. What? Straight up, that's what? what that's what the people, the How? the creators for it, and who own the intellectual property of the Bond series are like, we don't know if we're really ready to have a Black James Bond yet. And I was like, doesn't what? make any sense. The, it's not this like twenty twenty one, and we still have that man. It's 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 a British like. Mm, there are countries that are, you know, very homogenous and have a little less diversity in them right so like it could it still doesn't it's still not a good excuse but like there are countries where you could maybe be like it wouldn't historically make sense based on the country's makeup of this blah 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 which is like still not an excuse like it's still like you can't pull that like bridgerton did all kinds of stuff that wasn't super historically accurate but was still really great to see more diversity represented uh but (laughs) the uk all right, Britain, like, <laughs> you can't do that. That's not how that works. Right. Oh, painful. Painful. So that's uh, that's why they're not doing Idris Elba. I really hope they go back on that. I hope, I don't know, petitions get signed, people get yelled at, and then they're like, okay, fine, we'll just, we'll just do Idris Elba. It's fine. Let's go for it. I think everybody, as far as I know, most people want Idris Elba. I don't know anyone who isn't, hasn't said like, yeah, no, he would not be good for the role. Like, I don't know anyone who said. Uh, although, I will say the second thing is that apparently Idris Elba isn't all that interested either. He's not mm-hmm. pushing for it. He's not Got opposed it. to being. He'd be like, yeah, if they asked me to be Bond, I'd be, I'd be a fan of it. But he's not pushing for the role necessarily either. So he doesn't, he's kind of indifferent to it. So I don't think that's helping either. But, uh, which is crazy. Why would you not want to be James Bond? That's crazy. I yeah, I agree. That just seems like a fun role to play. Yeah. All right, but that's what we have to look forward to. We got we got Lucifer. You've got James Bond. Uh, yeah. Bridge of Spirits, Diablo. Bunch Did of we other talk games. about Spider Man? We we talked about Spider Man in one of our episodes, right? Yes. The new Spider Man trailer. I mean, that was new like Spider-Man. three weeks ago at this point. Yeah, but. new Spider Man and uh, Carnage coming fairly ah, soon. Carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited that's for that happening. one. All right, but Witcher. I'm excited for the facts section for this. Facts section. You didn't know anything about Witcher, so all these facts you looked up were like brand new to you. So I'm curious to see what was interesting. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Just read them, read them word for word, and you'll, you'll, yeah, we'll go from there. All right. Witcher 3's total revenue is a bit fuzzy, as Joker doesn't want to try that hard at 10 a.m. the day of this recording, and no, he has not gone to bed yet from the previous day. But it made $250 million in the first year and has in total sold over 50 million copies as a series, with $30 million of that from Wild Hunt. Cyberpunk made $562 million in its first year, and that was a perfect. It was a perfect game. No flaws. So Cyberpunk yeah, made so the- more money than The Witcher. In the first year. In the first year. I mean, I, I think Witcher has made more money now. Oh, because it's um, been obviously. five years of it's being been, like the best game ever. Yeah, the first. Well, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I just wanted to throw the cyberpunk in there because everyone was like, "Oh man, this, this is so bad that cyberpunk <laughs> flopped," and it's like, "Nah, it did fine." 
<laughs> it did. Five hundred sixty-two million in the first yeah. year, and that game was a piece of work. I'll be honest; I didn't actually experience that many glitches. I had, I had a few. I had one that really made me upset that mm-hmm. I just was missing an entire quest line. An entire quest line just glitched out for me, and it was one of the big quest lines too. So I just didn't have access to that, and I was like, "Oh, that really sucks." But it's not integral, I guess, to do. But I did miss out on some stuff, so. Um, but yeah, Cyberpunk did fine. So, thirty million for the Wild Hunt. That's a lot of copies. Yeah, that is a lot. And when Cyberpunk also benefited from Witcher Three being wildly popular and everyone being like, "What's mm-hmm. next from the Witcher Three studio?" Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rapid Wild Hunt, facts. for those who don't know, I guess mm-hmm. is Witcher Three. That's yes. that's just it was that was the title it was Witcher Three Wild Hunt. The, yeah, the tagline. So, but anyways, continue. Rapid fire. Woo! All Hit right. us with it, nice and quick. <laughs> Witcher Three is the nineteenth best-selling game of all time, besides Skyrim, Call of Duty Four, Diablo Three, and Human Fall Flat. <laughs> one of those makes absolutely no sense. Can you guess which one? What really? Why? Which one of those do you think doesn't fit? Why did Human Fall Flat sell so many copies? Is there a mobile version? And you are wrong. It's Skyrim. No, Skyrim, Skyrim doesn't fit. Are you? How many re-releases of Skyrim have they done at this point? And they've just reached the level of Witcher Three. They're all tied. They've all sold about thirty million copies. So that's that's why. That's all. They're all tied for nineteen. Is around that area. That many copies. Dude, I don't know. I'll be honest, I'm with you. He would fall flat, sold 30 million copies. That's insanity to me. It's it, a good game. Don't get me wrong. It it's a, a great game. game but That's just see, wild. You're telling me that game is as popular as as Witcher 3? That's insanity. <laughs> I, yeah. All right. So, COD 4 makes sense. Diablo 3 makes total sense. Those came out, those are the, uh, those came out during the Golden Age. Mm-hmm. So, the first Witcher 2. Golden Age, well, Diablo 3. When did Diablo 3 come out? You might know that better than me. Diablo 3 came out in the summer of 2012. It was like 2012, June, okay. I was going to say May 2012, June 2012. Right? So. I know because it but came no, out two months before I started playing Dota. I was so excited for Diablo 3 because Diablo 2 has been my favorite game for forever. And I was just over the moon excited about Diablo 3 coming out. And it turned out it was super poor, uh, super boring, steaming pile of just misery. Um, and you could just like rush right through the game and it was way too easy. And <laughs> there, the, the map didn't, it just, it was all wrong. It was, everything was wrong. It was wrong. It was satisfying. The sound engineering and the combat was fine, but it was wrong. Uh, and so I got real burned out on it real fast. And then I got a Diablo 2 beta key and the rest is history. So that's how I know exactly when it came out. Because <laughs> I remember. That's how you got it all. That's how you, you, you became what you are today. Pretty much. So I guess thanks, <laughs> Blizzard, for sucking. Yeah. Glad you're still keeping up that trend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they haven't changed much from then. How right. is... Yes. Uh, but seriously, how is Skyrim... How many versions of Skyrim has been updated? They've had like three remasters and upgrades and stuff like that. Six, seven... Five or six. I think we're about to get the sixth thought, one or we have I the sixth one. I thought they would have been much higher. I thought they would have been on the level of like GTA five. GTA Five is now the second mo- uh, is the second uh, highest selling game of all time, behind there, Minecraft. Now there are nine different official ports of the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Jesus. So there's yeah. nine. That's how much it took them. Witcher had one. 
with a little bit of DLC <laughs> thrown yeah, in. Yeah, I was say two different, pretty, pretty decently sized DLCs. Yeah. So they, you know, but that's still that's still crazy to me that it was uh that's how many times Skyrim has been released and it just hit that. They've really they've really been pushing that series, man. And that's probably because we're, you know, we're finally getting word of the next Skyrim or the next Elder Scrolls game finally. Mm-hmm. I think. And it's, you know, like 12 years out or something like that. So, so it's going the same route as GTA. But Tetris, they, they both GTA and Minecraft are the two highest selling games of all time. And they beat Tetris. Tetris was number one for decades. And that was that is now I didn't realize I knew Minecraft beat it a few years ago. I did not realize GTA had beat it. So didn't realize people bought Tetris. I, I mean, that's because it's the Tetris as a series. So. Because actually, if you consider Witcher again, if you if you consider in that degree Witcher as a series, it's actually like number seven. It's higher than uh, oh, if you COD fours and stuff like that, I believe. So. Mm-hmm. But all right, well, to continue, Joker already said our next fact, but I'll, I'll say it again just so people hear it. The first Witcher came out in two thousand seven, also known as the Golden Years of Gaming. The why is it the Golden Years of Gaming, Nessa? I don't know, because now the people who played games in the 2000s are in their golden years because we're old. (laughs) That's not I mean, (laughs) the audit, the the truth behind that is a little too real for me, Uh, but no, I I always call. So I always call this pretty much. It's kind of a big gap. I mean, it, it. but I pretty much call that 2006-ish. I really say 2007 to 2010 is that golden years of gaming where pretty much the games that most people have as their favorite game of all time is within mm-hmm. that time frame. Most, most, most of that. Halo 3 came out that time. Call of Duty 4 came out at that time. The first Bioshock, Gears of War, the first Gears of War game came out. Uh, pretty much pretty much all the games, all the big IPs that are sequels of other games nowadays, a lot of them started around that time frame. And if they were already around the most beloved copy of said or most beloved version of said franchise is in that time frame. Diablo. 2001. I think two, one, Diablo two was 2001. Or 2000. Really? Okay, never mind. Ignore me. Yeah, it's a little uh, older. Witcher, the first Witcher yeah, game the first came Witcher out. Game. Uh, we had uh, said Bioshock. I don't. Mass Effect. Mass Effect came out around that time. Just like all Dead Space, I think had had one of the Dead Spaces came out during that time as well. Like that's probably all the a most good game. So. Um, GameCube like Metroid look- Prime and yeah. Those might be a little older, but not sure. Night I can't, Fire. Yeah, I can't remember. Did Majora's Mask? No, not Majora's. Sorry, yeah, uh, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. I think Twilight, yeah, Twilight, Twilight Princess, Princess, which is is not one that people remember or are like. This are you is ki- the greatest? No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, yeah. People, if yeah. people are gonna oh, pick yeah. the greatest, they're gonna pick Ocarina well, of Time. Everyone's gonna go Ocarina of Time. Yeah, those are the two. I mean, a lot of people always go Ocarina of Time, but I'll tell you. Twilight Princess has is is actually Twi- I believe Twilight Princess is I think at, b- before Breath of the Wild I think Breath of the Wild has now usurped it but I think Twilight Princess is the the highest selling Zelda game 
So uh, don't don't fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure well, it is. <laughs> but if you have a successful franchise, every subsequent game usually sells more. Yeah, it doesn't true. necessarily mean it's better. Right. I can't remember which Pokemons came out those years. I think I that was never played, so I would not know. Black and white. I want to say. Or the, were those diamond? Maybe those were diamond and pearl. I don't know. All right. All right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, continue. But those are the those are the days that we all remember. The second season of the live adaptation with the hunk that is Henry Cavill comes out on December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Joker is beyond ready to hear Geralt say "fuck" a bunch. My favorite part of the whole series. It's just whenever <laughs> I think every time he just he just said he's just like "fuck." Yeah, I know. It's, so, it's always it like so this gruff, quiet, exasperated, like, fuck. And you're right. It is right. satisfying. I hadn't thought of that, but it is. It is one of my favorite parts of the first series, because it wasn't like he was just throwing the word around, too. He said <laughs> it quite a lot. Yeah. But it was always said at the perfect moment. <laughs> the timing was always perfect. The big, bushy eyebrows really sell it, too. You know, it was a whole. It was, yeah. well, it was well done. <laughs> you know, which is well done. We're looking forward to it. Uh, there's currently no Witcher 4 originally, originally officially announced Nailed yet. It. Words are hard. But CD Projekt Red is working on a new game. People assume it's Witcher 4, but the last one they released was Gwent, so don't get no. They have not officially said. They say they're working on another game, and it's believed that it's in the Witcher franchise. So Supposedly the so Witcher that games... That up the next one, yeah. Oh, yeah, are a standalone oh. trilogy. So if a new game does come out, there's a good chance that it won't be following Geralt anymore. Which, if GTA 6 is a good measure of time, we'll probably all be dead by the time the next one comes out, so no one will remember him anyways. Bitter about GTA much, someone, Joker? Well, no, I mean, I've just... Someone came up with a good point about it. GTA 6 is scheduled for 2026? Wow. I want to say. What? 20, yeah, 2025 or something. Like, it's years out. And so someone said, like, he's like, huh, at that rate, there'll probably be only, like, six more GTAs in my lifetime. And I was like, oh, that's a weird way to look at it. But, yeah, when you think about it that you're you're one of the franchises you play the most or something, you're only going to get six more of them before you die. That's a weird concept to think about. And that's where we're at in gaming for a lot of these, which is okay, but... You know, GTA five came out how many years ago? So it's it's gonna be like ten years or something. And it's like, yeah. If you're in your thirties or something like that, you're gonna be ninety when like GTA ten comes out. So that, weird. okay, that is very bizarre to think about. Got yeah. it. <laughs> All right. So for the actual what we're reviewing today, the Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, the runtime is eighty three minutes, so an hour twenty three minutes. Uh, there's literally hundreds of other facts about the franchise that Joker could have found, but that's how low he decided to go with this on three hours of sleep. Yep, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you got. Those are the facts. Oh, wait, we got a deep dive. I totally Yeah, there's forgot. a deep dive. Uh, deep I don't dive. know this one. All yeah. right. So did you know that the whole creating monsters thing is based on real life? It's called the Cobra Effect, named after the case in Delhi where locals started to breed cobras to then kill as the British government offered a bounty for every dead cobra. I'm sure the pigs and chicken and chickens in America feel the same way as those dead cobras. That's slight spoilers, I guess we should have mm -hmm. said, but it's a whole concept in in Yes. 
here's the spoiler. Here you go. If you miss it, close your ears now if you haven't watched this. If not and you don't care, uh, yeah, there's a whole thing about how they the witchers the witchers have the ability to create monsters, or at least in the past, that's what they were doing is they they in order to fight people and or, uh, just other other enemies, they would crossbreed and uh, mutate species together in order to create new ones. And then and then they create witchers to then kill them. So, yeah, woo, to make money. And that was the whole thing. But yeah, it's a, it's a real real life thing that uh, I, I actually I read this. I it was mm-hmm. this is one of those like facts that I had I knew about a while ago. But I, you know, I never even thought about it until I saw it again when I when I was looking at this. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It's a whole thing. It's, it's a good, it's a good, uh, good scam. Not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, it, it seemed effective. All right. So are we watching things in the shadows or are we diving right into the meaty meat? Only thing uh, I watched Kim's Convenience. You should watch that. That's a Shima Liu's show. It's very good. I mean, there's been some drama with that and some stuff that I've learned, and he's also getting canceled. But every I've given up on caring about people getting canceled. I don't know how you feel about it, but I cancel culture. I'm so over it. So I like I'm at a point now that there 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 is no any actors or celebrities. There is no good celebrities out there. anymore. not a single one. John Krasinski, maybe. Is there any drama about John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? I don't know. Uh, outside of good. that, I Hugh know. Jackman. Hugh Jackman's like super. Ah, Hugh Jackman's another one. So yeah, yeah, pretty much at this point, just so many people are getting canceled that we're not looking at anyone to look up to anymore. We're just looking at, hey, who's the least worst out of the bunch? And I I just don't care anymore. I mean, my my (laughs) philosophy. Not saying that the they should be we should ignore all the terrible shit that people and celebrities seem to get into, but Mm -hmm. regardless, I just whatever. Yeah, I mean, so listening to metal. John Krasinski's a sellout. There we go. Got it. Nailed it. Listening to metal music, uh, it really goes metal and, and rock really goes two different ways. Um, right. And I don't know if you saw it, but the lead singer of Trapped just had a complete meltdown and was the most horrible person in the world. And then every single metal band was dunking on him. And so now, like, if I want to listen to Headstrong, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't want to hear this person's voice. But <laughs> um, there's a lot of bands. There's a lot of bands with, like, really problematic lead singers there's all the stuff that happened with marilyn manson like there's a lot of stuff and i mean you're right like i don't i still enjoy the music most of the time it it does depend on what it is like the bad wolves lead singer mm, i don't really listen to bad wolves now because i'm just like yeah but i didn't like them that much to begin with um so this is a hard thing you're right you'd have to like stop consuming everything so my approach my 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 thought is if something did something if someone did something horrible there should be consequences it's not necessarily on us as individuals to reinforce those consequences but it is on us to like demonstrate how to be better or have positive discourse or right like it's messy and it's sort of hard to navigate but i I do like I think the information being out there and and consequences happening yes, i but think in, i think it yeah. should an individual I, it's the same way that I doesn't have the same enforcement of cons- like if you look at Blizzard, right? Like whether or not you buy Diablo 2 Resurrected doesn't make that much of a difference. No. Nope. Could show solidarity to other people. But on the flip side, all of the lawsuits, those make an actual difference. Those 
mean they lose a lot of money, the shareholders make things have to change, and like that's good. And so if you speak up and amplify that news and are still playing the game, like people shouldn't come after you for being a horrible person for still playing the game. Right. It's I that totally that can be this. more of an individual choice thing. But that gets messy because there's some things where I'm like, absolutely not should this ever be supported. And so like yeah. I I I think I think I personally get hypocritical there because if it matters enough to me, I won't support it. And then I'll get like annoyed at other people supporting it. But I do my best not to express that because I try and acknowledge like that's me being hypocritical. Everyone, everyone is on a spectrum for how much they care or not care about certain things. But mm. the way that everyone looks at everyone else is black and white. You're either for yeah. or you're against it. Right. And then they hate yeah. you depending on which side you're on. But they themselves are just as hypocritical for exactly what you said is like you it depends on what level you care about it like for me like mine would be the assassin's creed series i chosen not to support it because i hated the the direction that they were going with it being like yeah let's just release an assassin's creed game every year that doesn't seem like a bad idea and i'm like your games are garbage because of this how about we just avoid now they're actually doing good because they've gone back and started doing one every few years so now i'm like hey i'm, I'm down to support and that was me mm -hmm. personally. I know it's not doing anything against the franchise. They're selling just fine without me. They don't need my support. Let's be real. So, but I, I have the same idea. I always, I, for me, it's the, my Michael Jackson, um, theory or not theory, but just like my Michael Jackson, uh, mentality is like, mm -hmm. he is one of the greatest artists, pop artists, especially ever, ever to grace this earth. I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Huge, huge. But, I don't disagree that the, the man had some demons. He was he had a lot of troubles and a lot of things and mental illness. And that is something that should be talked about, should be mentioned, should be thought about. But it doesn't mean you can't enjoy the work that he did, right? Can't enjoy the, the amazing created music that he came up with. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good way to put yeah, it, she, is that we're all on a spectrum and with ourselves, right. we can see the different shades. But when we look at other people, it's it's like, you know, this really harsh. Up. Yeah. Yes or no type thing. That's a that's a really great way to put it, because it's true. You do judge other people like way more harshly than you judge yourself because you don't see their thought processes and their caveats and like their background. You can only see your own. That's interesting. All right, yep. so you've got a new uh, so show. So that was that's what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, the only thing is I brought up Shima Liu because I'd been watching Kim's Convenience, which is a Canadian show, and they ended mm -hmm. abruptly. Uh, but that's that's the guy for those who don't recognize the name. That's the guy who played uh, Shang Chi. So that's for those who don't recognize. Him. But did you watch Shang Chi yet? Mm -mm. All right. Well, you know what? You have to go to a theater only for the, that one. All right. Only the. Oh, do you? They don't yes. actually have it on the Marvel? Yes. Uh, like, I can't yeah, okay. just watch it. I have to leave my house to watch it. And that's a deal breaker. I, and that's exactly. I know Shima Liu is getting canceled a little bit for some old Reddit posts and stuff like that already. He only just got that Marvel fame and he's already being canceled. So it's great. Uh, but I'm so I'm going to go. I'm thinking about going to go see the movie again this week because <laughs> I love that movie. It's it. I think I think it's I've decided it's my favorite solo Marvel movie film. So. I love it, but that's what we watch in the shadows. Got it. All right. Meaty Meat. Talk about Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. It's a South Korean American adult animated dark fantasy film for Netflix and is produced by Lauren Schmidt Hisrich. The film serves as a spinoff of the Netflix series The Witcher 
It focuses on the origin story of Geralt's mentor and fellow witcher, Vesemir. The film premiered on August 23rd, 2021. So escaping that from was poverty. The first, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the first copy, but that really didn't explain much. So that this is the, the other copy I found. Escaping from poverty to become a witcher, Vesemir slays monsters for coin and glory. But when a new menace arises, he must face the demons of his past. I actually think this is what is some of the first copies that we've seen that actually explain pretty decently what the, the show's about. That's true. <laughs> so when I watched Dragon's Blood, I had a hard time following it. Um, the story was a little challenging. And what for just because of all the kind of back and forth sh- that they did with the characters? Yeah, all the, the shifting, the multiple storylines. Yeah. It didn't feel like I had enough time with each character. I still really, really loved it. And I thought it was wonderfully done, but it, it felt like there wasn't enough time with each character, which is interesting because an anime and this is this is probably the issue. If that had been live action, it probably would have worked for me. But in anime, you typically get so much time with the characters um, because it moves slower. And Dragon's Blood did not move slow. And this did not move slow. This covered an absurd amount of content, which was cool. Like, you got all of this. But I struggled to follow it. And this one little copy right here, if I had read that before watching it, like, would have helped string it all together. (laughs) And so, like, reading this in retrospect, I'm like, wow, that is a perfect description. That, like, really helps me contextualize a lot of things that I saw. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. I uh, I'll be honest. When I watched this, I had to watch this like half while working. So <laughs> I I lost. I only lost my place at one point. You're talking about kind of losing your place. Yeah. Is there was the one? There was one flashback where they were talking about the kids, and then it immediately went to Vesemir as a kid when he was becoming a Witcher. And I was like, wait, yep. are these still the same kids, or is this yes. Vesemir we're watching I was, now? Uh, right, I lost like, track of that for a second. Yeah. Uh, is it, it a weird the transition. kids? Is it the Witcher training kids, or is it Vesemir Witcher training kids? And like, is Vesemir yeah. training to be a Witcher, or is he still? Yeah, yeah. The part, the part that I lost was like when he decided to go be a Witcher. Like, I somehow missed that. So all of a sudden he oh. went. So the story starts out. Well, this is the heavy spoiler part. If you've not picked up on that yet. So Vesemir is poor. He's is essentially a slave or like an indentured servant pretty strongly and he's not a particularly like useful or high valued one like he's a child and he's kind of like constantly facing this risk of just getting booted so when he meets a witcher he's like oh my goodness you make so much money like this looks glorious because he sees money as freedom because his entire life is governed by not having any so that's like a really central part to his character and so when he decided to go with the Witcher to like be trained and everything, like I missed that part. And then suddenly we were in the future and he was a Witcher and he was flashing back to his training. And I was like, wait, what happened? What's going on? <laughs> but I mean, it was yeah. good. They did a really good job. Like that's on me getting oh, distracted, was, not this, on uh, like the show itself. <laughs> and this one opens with a pretty brutal scene. This yes. is definitely one of those like, ooh, the, the blood and gore effects that they had were very visual. Well, and I visually think, stimulating is the best way to put it. It's just like, yeah. you're like, whoa, that was, ooh, okay. Dragon's Blood was very similar. It started out with yeah. strong language and a lot of violence because it wanted to set the tone as being mature. And Witcher has right. obviously always been mature. So even though it's like a different writer, I assume, like I assume it's not um, yes, it, Ashley Edward no. Miller again. Um, no. Yeah, I did not think so. I Usually there's not that many close together uh, 
things happening. But I assume it's the same thing where it's anime on Netflix and you need to establish really, really quickly that this is not anime for children, that this is like for adults. And there's a very specific theme to it. And I loved like the the little girl asking the dad, like, are we going to be safe from bandits? And he's like, there's no bandits. And then like a tentacle just like rips through him. And you're oh, like, well, my God. Yeah. it's not a bandit. You got some tentacle <laughs> porn at the very beginning of the of the, the movie. It was great. I mean, he didn't lie. It wasn't a bandit. So it's true. Good point. Which I did. I did enjoy. I I giggled like immensely. <laughs> the, but also, but yeah, it was about action... to eat, and I was just like, mm. "So, like, note to people who are watching this: like, if you're one of those people who just like flips on an episode of something while you eat. This is not an eating safe content. Nah, that doesn't affect me at all. That's fine." <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a good amount. As I said, they had the, the the way that they shot this is very good. I, I and again, it's animation, so there's no real cameras per se. Yeah, all virtual cameras. But some of the some of the transitions and especially the ac- action sequences were really good, really well done. Wow, I liked it. I mean, it was it had good dynamics to it and everything, and. I did. I good did. Flow. You're right. I did really like the voice acting. I yeah. It had had I good flow for an hour. I actually thought the progression was good. I mm-hmm. I'm always down. For me, I'm always down. It's like you want to make a four hour movie. I'm okay with that. I'll sit through a four hour movie. I you know you expand on a few things. I like it. But this had had good pacing, in yeah. my opinion. So, uh, but yeah, voice acting. The the you mentioned Theo James was Vesemir, so he was the main guy. Uh, which I talked about. He most people know him from Divergent. Yes, yes. Main character. I was talking about that earlier. That's what I, I know, but I didn't no, make the connection. Saying. You're right. <laughs> You're you are right yeah. about your assessment of him. And Underworld, which I'm a big under. You're a fan of the Underworld series too, right? Love Underworld. Oh, it's like the best yeah, soundtrack. That's what I, and like, I was like, Kate Beckinsale. Like, this is like this is yeah. what I mean. Is you like things like Riddick and Underworld, which I'm a humongous underworld is one of those series that i watch yearly as well but you uh, like should, those but then you won't watch resident evil and they're, it's they're so similar no so they're not sim- no they're not vampires are different all right aliens well, yeah, are different, different than vampires zombies. and aliens are different sure, they're sure, different sure, sure. <laughs> but like, zombies could happen all right vampires are not gonna actually yeah, I know. happen there was a real chance that was happening with covid you never in, knew. When quarantine fully first started, possible. you're like, "This, there's a chance this is a zombie apocalypse." I mean, none of us are sure yet, but it could. You know, you wait like a month, and you're like, "All right, I haven't heard anything about zombies. I think we're okay for that." <laughs> po- so, post-apocalyptic, near future post-apocalyptic experiences are far too real. Like the fact that you don't believe that Underworld isn't based on true stories <laughs> is uh, just shows you how uh, uneducated you are about. Okay, our, this is a our... tangent. This is a tangent, okay. but Joker gets lots I of tangents, of so I yeah. I need a tangent. So in Underworld, the lead vampire dude goes easy on Kate Beckinsale because she looks like his daughter from like three thousand years before. Right. And so in You're talking the, about Bill Nye. Yeah. 
Good old Bill Nye. Not the science guy, the other Bill Nye. <laughs> In the Rise of the Lycans, they cast a woman who is identical to Kate Beckinsale, but not her. And it is so confusing. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I like that they did that, but I was like, dude, just use Kate Beckinsale. That's fine. It's so, <laughs> it's so confusing. But I believe that that woman is also in Doomsday and Eon Flux. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna Eon, have to. Look are you at, talking the main character of Eon Flux? Because that would be wrong. But main is character, Kate Beckinsale Charlize, the main character? No, Charlize Theron is the main character of Eon Flux. Oh, is she really? Yeah. <laughs> it takes a second. I, I that's another one of those movies that's just like I randomly get the urge to watch all of a sudden. Oh, it's just because she's got the black hair in it. So like, it's been hair. a long time yeah. since I've watched it. Okay. But I believe that Doomsday is, yeah, Doomsday is also Rona Mitra. And Doomsday is, that is one that you can criticize me for watching and not being consistent about. Because Doomsday is about the Reaper virus, which turns people into uncontrollable other people-eating people. Um, and is terrifying. And for some reason, I love that movie. And so the Reaper virus breaks out in Scotland. And so they wall off all of Scotland for like 20 years and they just completely quarantine and isolate the whole region to control the Reaper virus. So it doesn't break out. And they send in Rona Mitra, who looks just like Kate Beckinsale. And, and it's basically a straight up Kate Beckinsale movie. And they probably just didn't want to pay for Kate Beckinsale. Um, <laughs> and they send her in because they see like sounds behind the wall and like the Reaper virus is broken out in 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 London and they're like, we need a cure. And like, clearly people survived 20 years later. So there must be a cure. You have to go in and find it. And I love this movie. It's too, it's too scary for me. But I love this movie because when she goes into Scotland, like one of the first scenes you see is all of these like metalhead punk covered in tattoos, like just this whole like just angry, scary looking group of people and they're roasting a human like they're cooking a human they're cannibals i was in pirates of the caribbean <laughs> you expect them to be like listening to angry metal music but they're in scotland and they start playing like cheerful scottish drinking songs while they're like mohawks and tattoos and like roasting a person and it is just the funniest combo ever and then like one of my favorite quotes is in that movie and it's at the very end so i don't want to say it because it's a spoiler but it's a great movie um it is too scary for me but i love it <laughs> and it's another kate back and sale look alike and it confuses the heck out of me so much just there's a there's a few people who look look a lot alike it, it was a good cast I think for the underworld for the was that rise of the lichens was that third one or whatever. Yes. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. So. I, uh, my, meet. my roommate, my best friend of my roommate and I, there was like three of us that did everything together. Um, freshman year before they started dating and they got married recently. And it's very cute. Uh, oh, got me adorable. rise of the lichens for my birthday with a note of your present is not only this, but we also promise to watch it with you. <laughs> Because they were not into movies like that at all. And so the present oh, was that they'd like so, hang out These and watch are so it. good, man. Underworld, it's such a good series. Yeah. It's so good. It was cute. 
But we bring up Underworld specifically because Theo James was in Underworld Awakening or not Awakening, uh, Dark Wars, War, mm, Blood Wars. Blood Wars is the the latest one that didn't come out too long ago. That was it was a movie for sure. I don't Uh, think I've seen. Haven't seen it. Oh, it's fine. Again, the problem is, is they obviously aren't able to get this it's been so long they're not able to get the those original actors anymore mm-hmm. so like the story is now just kind of gone all over the place they've gone the resident evil route oh i did watch this so. you're right it is a movie yeah it was fine it was okay they added a whole shadow realm aspect to it now it was, it was okay <laughs> but laura uh the reason why i bring up underworld is because laura pulver who played mm-hmm. tetra was uh also in underworld uh blood wars so she was also i think she was the leader of the snow people i can't remember whatever the hell snow vampires so but she's also interesting because guess who she plays in dota dragon's blood oh gosh um you know i was thinking about it i assume it's like selamene or i I mean it's, it's either like luna isn't it luna no, it's Princess Marana. Oh, all right. I knew it was one of the two. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she is uh, Laura Pulver, who plays Tetra, who is the pretty much the same character. I think that's yeah. what's hilarious <laughs> is this archer sorceress kind of woman mm-hmm. in uh, this Witcher is also plays uh, Princess Marana, which is another another Studio Mer production. Yeah. Dota Dragon's Blood. And she plays the same character. Princess Mara. So, hey, if you're good uh, at also, stick I think if you don't know, again, sometimes people don't want to know. They're like, okay, I get the name, but I don't know the face. Uh, mm-hmm. If you watch the Sherlock, she was also in Robin Hood, the latest one, but Sherlock, the TV show with Benedict Cumberbatch, which is mm-hmm. the greatest adaptation of Sherlock, uh, she plays I- Irene Adler. So she's she's Irene Adler from from that series. Great. All right. And then other notable Graham McTavish was Deglin. So he's Who, in The Hobbit. Which, again, Aquaman. notice people Lucifer. will probably know him as he's Hobbit uh, as. Oh, shoot. I forgot his name. Doesn't matter. Aquaman. He was the king. King Atlan. He was the king of it. He was a episode, few episodes of Lucifer. He was the 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 he was in the third. He was fourth season. Fourth season it was after she found out that he's the devil. Spoiler for the fourth season of Lucifer where she goes to the priest and the priest tries to convince her to basically kill Lucifer or something like that. Purge Lucifer. Something. It's that guy. So, But he's also playing in the live action of uh, season two. He's playing in the next season of oh, The Witcher. That's so cool. He's going to play oh. Dig- Digstra. Digstra. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> I'm here to help. Uh, Mary McDonald was Lady Ilyana Zerbst. I don't know for those. I'll be honest. I, I didn't recognize anything that these people played in. So got it. Jennifer Hale was young Ileana. Tom Canton was Philavandra. And Matt Yang King was Luca, also from Lucifer and lots of different games. Now he has a very like a, a huge amount of extensive work in the video game uh world. Uh he's done like voices in uh, he has like additional voices in Dota, so I don't know what that means, but uh, 
he has a lot of just like side very like unaccredited roles and stuff like that i don't think he's really ever done like a main role um but a lot of like league of legends you can look it up he, he's done a lot of stuff but yeah. interesting I don't want to he's go in riverdale a whole bunch he's in quite a few episodes of riverdale oh riverdale that's that's the one i meant to put on there as well yeah your in world of, of Warcraft. That's the one I was thinking of too. Nice. Yeah, you're right. This is this is an impressive list of things yeah. that he's in. Cool. So. XCOM, Resident Evil, Diablo 3, Mists of Pandaria, Elder Scrolls, Final Fantasy, Uncharted. Yeah, that's quite the list. <laughs> yeah, he's got a whole whole lot. Well, let's get, let's get, I mean, we're already, ah, we're actually, we're okay on time. You know, we, we always talk about the show for only like 10 minutes. So pretty much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're at the part, we're at the 10 minutes where right, we talk perfect. about the show. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I'll let you go first, but I'll, I'll say I, I enjoyed it. Not knowing much about the, the Witcher series. I liked it. So. Yeah, I thought it was really good, and it answered one of my biggest questions. One of the things I've always really wondered with The Witcher, especially after watching the TV show um, and like playing through the game and stuff, they don't really know how to make new Witchers, and I was always really confused by that. I was like, I don't understand. They make Geralt like. Why are the witchers dying out? Why are there less of them? Why are they harder to make? Why don't we know? Like, what's the deal? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. And why do people hate witchers? Like, they kill monsters. Don't you want someone there who kills a monster? Like, why does everyone hate Geralt? What's going And so I always kind of assumed it was, oh, Geralt's just made a lot of people mad because of some of his backstory, <laughs> with, like slaughtering an entire town and like, you know, like other random stuff. Yeah, and he's an asshole. Um... And so I always just kind of assumed that's what it was. And this was a really cool, if you haven't read the books, and so you're a little out of the loop on what the full story is, I assume if you've read the books, you already know all of these things. But it was a really interesting just context. And the timing of the release is really good, and I'm sure it's intentional, with the second season coming out in a couple of months. This is just wetting people's appetite, building up that context, probably expecting people to go back yeah. and now watch the first season of The Witcher again to prepare for the second season. And it just puts a lot of pieces in place. And the other yeah. thing that I thought was hilarious is that it is shot and, and storyboarded identically to the TV show. As in, you don't know what the heck time you're in or what <laughs> yeah, the jumps the and the story connections are. You're just all over the place and you don't know. And I was like, wow, you really hit the nail on the head on consistency there. Yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> I honestly I forgot about that aspect of the the Witcher is like, yeah, their timeline is all over the place in the, the so TV confusing. show. That's it was it was a bit with this one. I mean, this one was a little more because they were really were only jumping between kind of two times more than anything. Mm -hmm. But uh Yeah, they did they did exactly. I thought they had I'll be honest, man, uh Geralt uh Geralt, Geralt. Uh, Geralt looks like a bitch compared to uh Vesemir the way that I mean it's animated so they can obviously add a lot of flourish to it but mm -hmm. watching watching the 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 way that he fights versus the live action you're just like bro how does any nothing stands a chance against this man this is insanity <laughs> you know um 
the level of uh, but that's that's really just a byproduct of the, that animation more than anything so, yeah well uh, and also Vestamere trains Geralt so yeah. like he should be better you know like yeah really true, he, but, he should be I think we got animated if the Witcher uh the regular Witcher series was an animated version I think we we would have probably that a lot more so so that is what i noticed so if you play the games witchers have all kinds of different spells that they use yes. and they're really fun there's a lot of fire uh and in the show those really aren't used nearly extensively so he uses the potions yeah. and gets the black eyes and everything um not like punched in the face black eye like the actual eye yeah, he gets that. I don't know what that does. Once again, I don't have any experience with the series. It so just like makes you just berserk uh, mode. Um, yeah, I'm guessing it just allows him like quicker reactions and notice things more. And yeah, does you're like stronger and you. For him. Yeah, yeah, you do a bunch more stuff, and especially formulated for uh, witchers. And if you take Bane's, too much of it, Bane's formula from the Batman mm -hmm. series. Yeah. So the cool thing in the anime was you definitely saw a lot more of those witcher spells and i bet they're not called spells because like you know the witches do spells I, that's what witchers, that's what they i think they did use that because they're supposedly that was the thing i didn't know witchers are corrupted sorcerers it was like it was the process of turning them into sorcerers but then they do something during the process to corrupt them right but the confusing that, thing there is that like witches are naturally born and trained or whatever based right. on the series so yeah it was interesting i think i need to watch it again well what i'm probably going to do is have like a marathon watching session where i watch like the animated series and then the full witcher and thing the and then the second and, season yeah, comes out the I'm next day the and i watch the whole yeah. second season uh, <laughs> i cannot wait i'll join you for that yeah I'm in. it sounds fun i approve um but it was great okay so the action was good held up legacy to the world yeah, I, I again, I don't know how other people I know I have someone in my chat who's read all the books and he was saying earlier, you know, I mentioned I was like, people probably hate uh, Geralt, but he uh, apparently both the the fans of the show and the books like the live action version. So I um, think it's they're really doing a good well job done. writing the characters, at yeah. least in that. So I'm guessing they, they do kind of the same in this situation as well. So well, and it and definitely created a lot more depth <laughs> to, like you said, the mm -hmm. Witcher background of just. A lot of people got murdered. <laughs> so many. Um, I believe I saw something recently that like Henry Cavill loves the Witcher games. Yes. Like, oh he yeah. He again, them, I, I talk about it all the time. Some of my favorite people in in as celebrities are people. It's one of the reasons I'm a big uh, Shima Liu fan right now is because it turns out he's a giant nerd too. Is uh like Vin Diesel and uh Henry Cavill because they are giant nerds. People don't understand. They are secretly like Ben Diesel. I I, I've, I think I mentioned this during the Fast and the Furious thing. Mm -hmm. He plays D&D. &D. He has a group of people that he will sometimes play D&D &D with. And I'm like, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. That's mm -hmm. fantastic. And yeah. Henry Cavill's the same way is he is a big gamer. He talks about he talks about in his interviews when they were talking to him about the Witcher series, about how he feels about playing the character. He's mm -hmm. like, I'll be honest, I'm an actor because it pays the bills. If I had a choice, I would do nothing but sit in my home and play video games for the rest of my life. Well, Twitch kind of makes that possible. So. I, yeah, yeah. And so he he's a huge fan. He Witcher was is is, I think, his favorite role he's ever gotten. So good for him. Are you ready to give a rating? 
Have we nerded out enough? Yeah, I don't know. What else do we talk about? Uh, I guess the monster. I know there's a few. You know, they mentioned that. I guess the the witchers creating monsters to then mm-hmm. slay, or just creating monsters in general. That's a new thing in the universe. That's never been mentioned before. So that's yes. a brand new thing to the universe in general. But it uh, does explain again why like people super hate and don't trust witchers. Yes. So yeah. fills that out piece, and it was cool. And it was cool to see all like the mind magic, like all the illusions and messing with everybody's yeah. head Te- that was cool that was Petra's another stuff and whatnot oh yeah. that whole sequence was fantastic yeah the, that was i don't want to spoil too much but there's a sequence at the end with some whole mm-hmm. dream sequences and oh so well done also the that way they did the amazing. romance was really well done yes like yeah. once again ex- did Tell us backstory on characters without telling us backstory of just like explaining <laughs> how witchers age without actually like they showed us. They didn't just tell us like, oh, they yeah. age slowly. No, we actually got to see that. And that was yeah. awesome. to me. No. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was great. Like overall, I, I thought it was really good. If anything, I actually liked it a little better than Dragon's Blood, maybe because it was shorter. So there were like less things to get confused over. Um, yeah. I will say rewatchability on anything I've seen from Studio Mir so far has been really good. It's not Inception level, but it is kind of like you need to rewatch it to understand things, which is good because it's short. So I really liked it. And I don't know how many children you can raise with the 562 million cyberpunk copies sold. But, uh, you know, oh, yeah, I, we didn't do that. Oh, shoot. I totally missed that. Okay. I said we need a new bit anyways. We got to find something new. We'll do a new one. But but uh, 562 million worth of children from hmm, where where should we be giving a rating based on Poland? Poland. Polish books. Polish books. So however many children, 562 million raises in Poland. That's my rating for. Yeah, uh, did you know that I was a. Uh, my uh, my one of my old buddies in high school in a past life, he was the king of Poland and I pushed him off a cliff and I was the the, the king of Egypt, not the pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Uh-huh. It was our, our past lives. Uh-huh. It's a random story I created when I was a little younger. So anyways. Random, random thought, but continue. So the cost of raising a child up to 18 years old in a family with two children in Poland is 211,000, I don't know what dollars. I don't know if that's our dollars or their dollars. Probably their dollars. Just just assume, I'm going to assume it's our dollars because that means it's like five children per million. So with 562 million, we get... Like twenty eight hundred ish children, so I'll give this a rating of twenty eight hundred Polish children. Twenty eight hundred Polish children. That's my rating. I'll give it nineteenth out of (laughs) the nineteenth greatest of all time is my rating. Excellent. Lines up with the game. Yes, nailed it. All right. Uh, So, would you rather see more backstories Uh. from the existing? Right. So like we we see Triss and Yennefer in the live action series, but we don't really see yep. like the people that come before them. So do you want to see more Witcher content that is the time before or 
would you want to see Siri after everything has ended and like see like see Siri as being like 60 or 70 and the generation after? I'm down for all of that. Uh, you have uh, to pick one. You want prequels uh, okay. or you want sequels? I think I think I'll be honest. I think I want prequels. I think we 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 talked about it earlier. I think it has some. You know, you already have area. You're you're rewriting the you're writing the past without writing what you currently have, right? So you have to follow certain rules so you don't break the canon. And uh, so I like prequels a lot of times. And uh, I mentioned, you know, I or I didn't mention, but I I want to see just more Witchers and stuff like. Seeing Vesemir, because we've always seen uh, Geralt as our main guy that we follow, but now seeing other Witcher, I kind of want to see what all these other Witchers are up to, because there's got to be, there's more than just one legendary Witcher in, in, in yeah over the, the time, right? Is I would love to see just stories following a bunch of other ones and random kind of small ones here and there. You could do, you could have some fun with that. So I want to see all that. So I think prequels in general of just, I think that's what I'd go for. I would like to see. So in The Witcher 3, your decisions affect the outcome. There's a lot of different outcomes that you can get. I would like to see an animated series that is the next step for all of those outcomes. So each episode is what happens after each of those outcomes. So each episode is basically the same story, sort of, but it's different decisions that were made prior. So or? the endings to The Witcher determine a lot of determines what happens with Siri. Does she die? Does she right. survive? Does she end up queen? Does she end up going rogue and, and doing her own thing? So okay. what happens after she dies, does Geralt lose his mind and go on like a murder spree? Are there major political upheavals in the new rulers that like take the place because she's not there? Like what happens? And then the next episode, each episode is self-contained based on decisions that were made. Yeah. So so that that's what I'm saying is that each one takes place in the same time, but it's just yeah. depending on what happened to Siri, yes. quote unquote, is just like dis depending. So each one is ba focused on the same time frame, but it's kind of a what if series mm -hmm. yes. of uh, what if this happened instead. So that's kind yeah. of fun. I would want to see. That. I don't think we get we don't get enough what if series in general. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've been watching what if in general. They had the Marvel Zombies episode. Sorry, I'm tangenting, but oh, that was the one episode I've been waiting for forever, and I loved it. I have been advised uh, not to watch that episode, so I will be skipping that one. Well, that's because it has zombies in it, but that's yes. fair enough. I get that. So that's fine. Uh, yeah, but. So I, I think I think more shows should do what if ish series in general, so I'm I'm down for that. Nice. All right. Well, if you want to know what is happening in the world of this podcast and want to check out other episodes, we've got quite a few out there, some nostalgia content, some recently released content, etc. All relevant, all still wonderful, amazing, best pieces of media ever to go consume. So if you want to go and listen to the other episodes, Positively Reviewed Podcast, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, etc., all the places that you would go 
and listen to them um, and listen to us ramble and our tangents and all kinds of other recommendations for things to go watch. Positively Reviewed Podcast. The social media is POS Reviewed, P-O-D, Pause Reviewed Pod. You can check out. And if you're listening to our podcast on Apple, we would really appreciate if you left like a 12 out of 5 rating. Just leave it lots and lots of stars. Drop a comment. Apple All really likes stars. it when you do that and uh, helps other people find our rambling tangents. So we would appreciate it. And on that note, I will bring up one thing is that next week, I think uh, two, two little bits. I think next week we are talking about doing kind of a recap episode in a way. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like a summer recap or just kind of year recap. We're going to be talking about really anything, not necessarily just just the things that we've talked about in podcasts before, but just everything that we've kind of been playing and watching and doing over the last year. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of just recap of of the year so far. Um, and you might be thinking, why don't you just wait until like December to do that? Well, we are talking about it and we will get into the reasons more. But the uh, I am sad to say that our next podcast episode may be the last one for quite a while. Uh, we will, as I said, we will discuss it more on that episode at the top of the episode. So I know sad to leave you on that information, but hopefully you guys have enjoyed the series so far and hopefully you check out the potential last episode and we will discuss more with you then. So I'll look forward to that and uh, let's all have a good time. Have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you then. 